Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. Hi, I'm Joel Reagan. Tonight on Closer Look, you can learn more about the Golden Years Project. Our guest is the president and CEO, Jamie Anderson, joins us on Closer Look tonight. Thanks for being on the program. Well, thank you for having me, Joel. Glad to have you. And you guys are working with folks who are going into their golden years and uh, kind of trying to work around some obstacles. So talk about, I know Golden Years Project is new. Uh, what's kind of the uh, the history and the mission of the Golden Years Project? Well, our, our history started back in uh, 2018 in September. I was working for a, an organization called National Church Residences, who is in the affordable housing industry for seniors. And so that's where my experience lies. And we were attending a conference over in Scottsdale, uh, you know, one of our annual national conferences that we have. And it was brought to my attention that we are getting ready to experience, actually, it's already begun, but we're experiencing a, a massive wave of persons that are retiring, the uh, elderly persons that are coming into this demographic. Um, and it's called the silver tsunami. And just basically because there's, it's going to double our uh, senior population from 45 to 90 million people. When I heard this, because I was working already on site at a property, uh, I see the daily challenges that, you know, elderly folks have. Everything from dementia to mobility issues and declining health. And so it just struck me really hard because, you know, if you add those challenges into an, an already saturated affordable housing market, uh, because, you know, the affordable housing wait list right now, just to get a HUD voucher or into a senior property, uh, you know, affordable housing property for seniors, that wait list is about a national five-year average. So you kind of saw the need there with this silver tsunami, kind of the, the, the phrase for it. And it, there's not really anybody kind of um, working to meet that need. There, there may be some other organizations I haven't heard of. And as, as far as I know, there's not. I know that a lot of people are talking about it. It's been across, you know, ABC, NBC, you know, New York Post and New York Times, a lot of different news outlets. But I never hear of anybody doing anything. And at that conference, I just felt that the Lord was saying, you know, because it was kind of cool. It, it was interesting, actually. Like, you know, all the hair on my body stood up. The room just kind of faded out. It was, it was interesting. I don't, I don't know, even know how to explain that. And then I could, I could hear in the background the speaker speaking. And then, but I could feel the Lord put this in my heart. And he said, Jamie, you got to do something. And I had no idea what to do. <laughs> and so I just took that with a grain of salt. The, the room phased back in, kind of weird like a dream. And so then I started to pray about it when I got back to Dallas. And, you know, a few months later, the organization, you know, it was it's weird how the Lord, when he says take things one day at a time, he means it. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting how things have unfolded just one day at a time. And because I can see the need out here, I've put a lot of stress on myself worried about, you know, I got to do this and I got to get this done. And, but the Lord keeps reining me in and says, Jamie, slow down everything in my time. So he has everything's, everything's been, every door has been opening one, one door at a time. 
things are progressing. Everything looks really good. And we're getting ready to launch a major fundraising campaign so we can get our programs funded. We're talking about the Golden Years Project. They're working on affordable housing for seniors and interim help for those waiting for a house. We're talking about the project tonight with the president and CEO, Jamie Anderson. This is Closer Look on Positive Encouraging KLEV. I'm Joel Reagan. Okay, so how does the model work? We have a two-phase solution, and really what we need, we need two things. We need, A, we need more affordable housing. So we've got to develop and build or acquire and rehab more properties so that we can create this affordable housing. Secondly, to kind of head off the homelessness, since, since the HUD vouchers and the waiting lists are so long, we need to uh, find a way to create a new fund external from the, from the government. Cause, and that's one of the things that we're actually looking to do is we really don't want to take government money because whenever that happens, taxes, everybody's taxes go up to pay for other programs. So we're really counting on people stepping up to help other people. I mean, this could be, you know, their grandmother, their aunt, their whomever, their, their grandfather. You know, having this type of model, it's definitely going to be beneficial if, you know, that we can get the program funded. Because what, what we're going to do is subsidize the people that are on these waiting lists. So we can give them like a monthly $300, $400 or, or whatever their, that approval amount is. That way we can keep them in place and kind of head off that homelessness, if that makes sense. So that's the model. And I know you're working with a few communities to kind of get started here. Yes, we're currently uh, working in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, also in Tucson, Phoenix. Uh, our goal is to to be national. We've got uh, some people that we're contracting with to do some fundraising out in Georgia and Massachusetts. You know, we're, we're growing all the time to get, you know, with our staff so we can get things rocking and rolling. So obviously uh, Arizona, a lot of uh, retired folks do go to Arizona and of course, uh, warmer weather in Texas as well, but you're kind of starting those areas. What kind of made those areas the first ones you wanted to start with? Well, Dallas, Fort Worth is where I lived and Dallas actually, uh, well, Texas overall has a, the, one of the highest homeless rates in the country. It's 26,000 people in Texas. And the, there's 4,500 homeless people currently in the Dallas Fort Worth area or well, Dallas County actually. And the number is growing. The, the, the trend has an increase each year. And like I said previously, the amount of people coming into this market or this demographic is going to double to 90 million in within five years. And basically that's just due to uh, the baby boomers who are all retiring, you know, people that were born from like 1946 to 1964. And then there's some, I some X generation in there. So obviously a lot of seniors more than we've probably seen. I don't know, maybe ever, right? Yeah. This is the first time in, in history that we know of, um, that this has happened. Are a lot of folks surprised when you talk about homelessness and seniors? Do they have this picture in their mind, most likely of a younger person being homeless? I, I really would hate for people to kind of normalize it and just see someone and, oh, another homeless elderly person. You know, that is that we, we have to stop and just step up. What are we going to do about this? It's, it's nice to think that, 
you know, our government's taking care of it. We need to push more money into the government, you know, increase our taxes and let, you know, this is the government's problem, not ours. Uh, but that's not what the Lord says. The Lord says that, that we have to look after the young and the elderly. And, you know, if we do it, our government doesn't have to. We're talking about the Golden Years Project tonight. They're working for an additional affordable housing for seniors and keeping seniors from being homeless. Talking with the president and CEO, Jamie Anderson. He's our guest on Closer Look. You're listening to Positive Encouraging KLEF. I'm Joel Reagan. So obviously, is the idea to start in these kind of uh, four communities, Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, uh, Phoenix, and Tucson, and see how it goes? Is it going to be a slow growth thing? I know, you know, you kind of said, it's here, the tsunami is here, it's on its way. So is it just kind of going to grow as fast as you can get resources? It, it is going to grow as fast as we get resources. The, the problem is everywhere. Uh, it's in, more, it's in uh, some areas more than others. So, you know, we, we, we plan on focusing on those highly affected areas. Anything else about the model, how this works that uh, y- you want to mention? What, what we're looking to do and the way we're looking to fund this project is, uh, I don't know, do you have Netflix or Hulu yeah. or anything sure, like that? Sure, sure, okay. sure. Okay, well, I, I have it too. I actually have Prime Video, Netflix, Hulu, and... I, I think the average cost of one is somewhere between 10 and $15 a month, something like that. Well, I don't even realize that that has hit my account until later during the month, like a week or two after it's already happened. And, and that's what we're actually looking to do. We're looking to, you know, have people that align with our cause. They're empathetic, compassionate about elderly people or seniors being on the streets and donating 10 or $15 a month something that they will never miss, never even blink an eye at. We don't want people to, you know, to donate 50 or a hundred dollars a month or some amount. Of course we want them to do that if they can, but you know, we, we don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want somebody to have to decide if they're going to pay their light bill or not. You know, so we really just want some minuscule amount of money that with numbers, you know, uh, half a million people paying in $2 a month is a million dollars a month. We can help a lot of people with that. Just those small donations, that would be kind of the, uh, the, the foundation of what the Golden Years Project does. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if we had, you know, $10 a month from, from a half a million people, I don't know what that number is offhand, but. It's a lot of uh, money. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be $5 million. <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, obviously uh, just kind of trying to get the support, kind of get it started. Um, obviously, we talked about the different folks, the baby boomer generation, and a lot of folks in that generation, uh, obviously, are grandparents, like you said, aunts, or could be just parents as well coming into this uh, this thing. And obviously, there are a lot of challenges for the baby boomers anyway with health issues and such, but the idea is that their, their home, the, the living situation, will be something they don't have to worry about. That's correct. And Actually, there's something else I'd like to, you know, point out to you about this um, and how serious this matter is. If you take someone who's chronically, like a, a male who's chronically homeless, their life expectancy is 50 years old. So their entire life, they've, you know, they've experienced homelessness. So that, you know, they kind of got used to it. But due to their the lifestyle, maybe drugs involved, alcohol, whatever, their life expectancy is age 50. So if you're taking an elderly person 
who's a first time homeless person with declining health issues, what's the life expectancy look like then? A year? If they're lucky? Two years? We don't know that answer yet because this hasn't happened like this before. But we're expecting about a year, year and a half life expectancy, which is it's, it's just staggering. It's outrageous. So obviously folks can help and make uh, make donations. The website, goldenyearsproject.org, is the website if folks want to help. I asked you earlier about it, but uh, what is the timeline? Is it just kind of when you're able to get things started that uh, you'll start to kind of make investments in these communities? Yes. You know, like I said, we're, you know, we, we got to get the program funded. We're counting on the courtesy of the American people to step up and say they want to help us. And, you know, once the program's funded, we're going to make investments, uh, get our endowments in place. Uh, and our, our goal, you know, this is, this is kind of unheard of. We're looking to have an 80-20 cause to overhead rate. So 20% overhead, 80% to the cause. You know, I don't want to mention other people's, but most organizations are not that way. So you want to keep the overhead really low so you can help more folks. Yes, absolutely. And the way we're going to do that is, you know, we're partnering with other organizations, uh, actual affordable housing communities that are set up. Well, for example, uh, say we have a community that has a, a long wait list and we'll get with that, that organization, partner with them and, and they can, help utilize some of their staff to process some of these applications for us since they're on their waiting list trying to get into those communities. And like you said earlier, they're on these uh, waiting lists a lot of times with uh, government programs and such. And so that'll lessen the load a little bit on those if some folks are being helped out with uh, the Golden Years Project. Well, well, yes. And that's the, that's the purpose is, you know, to give them some relief while they're, you know, on this five-year wait list or three-year wait list or seven-year wait list, you know, that way they can kind of stay where they're at. Like you said, interim help kind of give them that spot in between where they, they know that they're taken care of while things are going on. Yes. And, and one of the qualifications actually is because we want to help as many people as we can. One of the qualifications is going to be that they, the applicant has to have a receipt or a statement from HUD showing that they're on the waiting list for a voucher and that they have an, another receipt stating that they're on a waiting list for an affordable housing community. And that way, whichever one opens up first, they'll be able to get in there into their program and off of ours so we can continue helping others. And like you said, more and more folks are going to be coming into this area so you know as the tsunami continues so you'll want to kind of be able to work people in and out and, and kind of provide that interim help yes and the other phase uh which we talked about previously was building more communities so hopefully we can get get some more developers on board with us and construction companies across the country so we can get these communities up and uh running so we can get them filled up is the website probably a good first stop for folks if they want to find out more about what we've been talking about, that this is interesting to them, and they want to help out in some way? Absolutely. They can go to goldenyearsproject.org and go to our solutions page and see what we're doing. There's some news and resources for people that are actually already homeless. Uh, and then there's a donate page as well. 
if there's uh, anyone listening that's a real estate developer or contractor that wants to get involved, they can do so by going onto the solutions page and uh, clicking on the, uh, there's a, there's a click here button to contact us and someone will get back to them in 24 hours to see how they can partner with us. Goldenearsproject.org. Lots of resources there if you want to find out more about what Jamie's been talking about and if you're interested in helping out or some way or partnering. You talked about kind of the moment that you kind of realized this was coming when you were in that conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, and you kind of felt like God was kind of sharing with you that you need to help out in this endeavor. So far in this effort, you know, uh, what, what's your favorite part about working in this in this area? Well, <laughs> You didn't even know it, but you just heard it hit a nerve with me. Is it's a guilt nerve. Uh, my my mother, in her old later years, uh, she was in a wheelchair, and in her sixties, she was lonely, and she all she wanted was the time of her children. And unfortunately, we were all so busy trying to you know make a living, uh, take care of our families and our things that they. She was kind of invisible, and that's so sad to say and so sad to admit. And uh, I wish things could have been different. <sighs> uh, so we, you know, we just got to take the time to to spend with our parents and our grandparents while they're here. And I don't even know if I answered your question. I forgot what the question was. That's okay. So, so you really feel, you know, kind of feel like, you know, it's been kind of your cause, your mission is to help these folks in maybe similar situations and make sure that they have a, have a home to go to. Well, absolutely. And uh, actually when I was working at national church residences, we, uh, one of the, we, we used to have what we call the family fun day. And I recognized a lot of depression among elderly people during my position there, during my, my employment there. And a lot of it was just because of the very same reason that got me teary eyed. And, uh, you know, their, their kids weren't coming to see them and didn't have time for them. So we created an annual family fun day and they looked forward to that every year. Their kids would come and the city got involved and the police department was there and the fire department was there. And, we had we had people donating their barbecue uh, barbecue. This guy had a big barbecue trailer, and he'd come barbecue all this food, and it was just a wonderful time. And it really did did good to uh, for my heart to know that that to see them laughing and 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 happy, even if it was just this one day per year, you know. Folks can find out more, goldenyearsproject.org. They're trying to uh, uh, address the need for additional affordable housing for seniors and the need for immediate interim help while they're waiting for an opening to uh, work with when it comes to HUD and those type of programs as well. And they're kind of getting this off the ground in a few communities like Dallas, Fort Worth, Phoenix and Tucson and hope to grow it nationally as well. Jamie Anderson is the president and CEO of uh, Golden Years Project. Really appreciate your time tonight telling us more about the your your passion for this and the program and what you hope to build. Thank you, Joel, and anytime. Glad to have you on the program. Once again, folks can find out more. Goldenyearsproject.org is the website. You can find out more about Closer Look on Positive Encouraging K-Luff, or you can send us feedback. Our email address is closerlook at kluff.com. That's closerlook at klove.com for Closer Look. 
I'm Joel Reagan. This has been Caleb Closer Look. Find us online at caleb.com.